What's up, everybody? This is MJ from the Social Introvert Podcast, bringing you another episode of The Commuter. I got some stuff to talk about this morning, a bunch of random stuff, actually, just some stuff that let's happen. And I was just thinking about this morning, so let's get into it. All right, y'all, that was me with my, my, my super fake energetic voice. I don't want to say it was fake. Like, I do have some kind of energy because, you know, I feel I feel good. I mean, I guess I feel good. I think I feel good. Like, I feel like I got a decent amount of sleep. Um, last night was Halloween. Took my son, me and my wife took my son Ezra to a truck or treat, which was, it was pretty crazy. It was my first time going to one of those kind of things, and was definitely a lot of kids out trick-or-treating which was actually was one of kind of one of those uh i forgot the words for it but i don't know if it's nostalgia or whatever it is but it was it was pretty good it was pretty cool to to see kids out and about trick-or-treating you know that's like one of those few times where kids uh aren't necessarily consumed with devices and playing video games and stuff not that any of that stuff is bad but it was just cool to see a bunch of like kids outside and seeing the creative sides of kids when they have their costumes and things like that regardless of if the costume was their idea or their parents idea it was pretty cool uh let's see so main reason why i won't say the main reason but i just wanted to talk about a couple things so I don't know. I should have looked. I should have checked the stats to see when it was. But I was looking on social media last night. I don't know. I think I was... I don't know if I was looking on Instagram or what it was. But apparently... So, well, let me just... Let me give, like, the lead up to it. So, I think it was last week or the week before last. Steph Curry, I think he dropped, like, 52 or something like that. And he didn't even play in the fourth quarter, right? So, that's that's... You know, when you think about somebody dropping 52 points and they're like, oh, Steph Curry dropped 52, like, you you kind of get excited, but you're like, you know, he's done that before, been there, done that, and he's done it, I don't know how many times he's dropped 50, but there's been several times where he, he's had, you know, 30-plus, like, you know, it's not really, it's exciting, but it's like, yo, like, that's that's pretty wild. It's still a huge accomplishment to drop 50 points. Like, not a lot of people can drop 50 points. And then, you know, I think he hit, like, eight, three, eight threes or nine threes, something like that. I didn't watch the game. I didn't look at the, the, the box score or anything like that. I've been so out of touch with the NBA. That's a whole nother topic, but I'll save that one for another time. But anyways... So like I don't know if it was like two days later or like a couple games later, Clay Clay Thompson dropped like fifty something points. It's like yo, like what is going on? These dudes, the Splash Brothers, are out here legitimately splashing people. Like yo, and the good thing about it is that that's the one thing. I if if there's any gripe that I have about the Golden State Warriors is number one. I don't know if I want to say I was or am a Clippers fan. Like, I guess I could say I was a Clippers fan. Because at one period of time, they had a a plethora of guys that I liked. And now that team is, like, completely dismantled. So, 
I don't, I don't even have an NBA team right now, to be quite honest. I'm going to keep it real, yo. Like, when I moved to California, you know, I I, I, I pretty I grew up liking the Bulls. And then once they split up the Bulls team, the NBA became a bunch of individuals. And then, you know, I just had guys that I like. I never adopted a team. And then once I moved to California, I moved to California, like, I think it was the year, the year Blake Griffin it was like great Blake Griffin's like rookie season and he got hurt so they were still kind of like sucky so I got on the Clippers wagon like right before they really became any good so there was like a couple seasons where the Clippers like sucked and the only reason why I actually liked them was because I think they had like they had Blake Griffin they had Randy Foy they had um Eric Gordon it was like that squad like they weren't really that good but then they signed Jamal Crawford, and Jamal Crawford is, like, one of my favorite players uh, in the NBA. And then, I think they also had Grant Hill at one time, too. So, it's like, it was pretty wild. And then they signed Chris Paul, and then DJ started to blow up, and then they got J.J. Reddick. So, it was like, yo, I was, like, living the good life. Like, I'm a Duke fan, so the fact that they had Grant Hill and J.J. Reddick and they had Austin Rivers, so it was like, yo, that was like, you know, that was like a really good squad. And then they got Doc Rivers, so it was just like, everything just kind of panned out at the same time. Plus, if I had to choose being in Southern California, if I had to choose between, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers, and this was during the time where the where the Lakers were like, you know, the Lakers were the talk of the town, man. This was when they were fresh out of their 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 three P. They still had Shaq wasn't no longer there, but they still had. They were still riding the coattails of Kobe, so it was like, yo, it. it I just, you know, I'm not the type of person if I have to pick a team, I don't want to be a part of the masses. Like, I don't want to. There's just a lot of Laker fanboys out, fanboys and fangirls. Like, it's just a lot of people, like. LA, like, Southern Cal is just dominated by Laker fans. Just put it that way. So, it's just like, yo, if I have to choose, I'm going to go with the later. And I'm going to I'm gonna jump on this Clipper wagon. But now, like, I, that's the only thing I don't like about sports is that I don't like when they start splitting up teams. But I guess it comes with it. But I don't want to get too far off topic. Anyway, the one thing, I guess to say my gripe with the Golden State Warriors is, is that, like, they have... You know they have all these all-stars on their team you know what i mean like what would you expect like what do you expect when you like at some point like if you have four all-stars on your squad like you know and and all and i and i believe all of them also played on team usa at some point you know what i mean so it's like yo you have you have four of the top play not only for the best players in the league you have four of the the top like top like 25 guys in the league like that's pretty crazy and now as soon as I decide to try and use my my uh what is this thing called this little holder for my phone now the shit wants to like try and fall down so now at some point I'm gonna have to try and fix it but I know I'm gonna be hitting traffic soon so when I get into traffic I'll probably fix that and put that back up oh man it's always something but anyways back to my gripe about the golden state warriors that was my gripe about them but the one thing i do actually like about them is the fact that they do have all these stars on their team and they play like a team like they're kind of like the san antonio they're like a new age san antonio spurs like if you look at the san antonio spurs you know 
they obviously have a culture there that's geared around, you know, team ball. At least externally, that's what it looks like. It looks like that's the product that they're putting out. Apparently, there was some inside stuff going on with Greg Popovich that, like, it made Kawhi Leonard want to leave. But at that point, there was really no other talent that was there. So I could see why he would want to leave. But from what we heard in the media, it seemed like that it was it was a it was a Popovich kind of thing. So um, I don't know what was going on with that. But nonetheless, their culture was like, you know, they played solid basketball. Like they played the game how it was meant to be played. And the Golden State Warriors, not for nothing, like they kind of do it the same way. And they take on the identity of their coach. And I think that was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to Steph Curry. Like coming into the league, you know, I watched Steph Curry at Davidson and he pretty much, you know, at Davidson, he had a green light, like clearly easily had a green light because he was doing the same stuff that he does now at Davidson. The only thing that's crazy about it is that now he's in the NBA and everybody sees it. So, like, you, you you never really got to see Davidson play because they're Davidson. They're not, like, a major Division One school. So, you're not going to really... You're not going to really um, see, see them on TV that often. So... Um, now that he's on TV all the time and people see the shots and stuff that he takes, it seems like it seems kind of crazy for somebody to be like taking those those types of shots. In reality, that's just how he plays. And it's I'm just going down a, a, a like a, 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 I don't know what they call it, a rabbit hole right now. But it's just like leading me to talk about Steve Curry and it's going to make me want to talk about Mark Jackson, because at the end of the day. Mark Jackson made that team. It sucks what they did to Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson gave that team their identity. And then Steve Kerr, not, not, nothing against Steve Kerr, but he came in and swooped in and then basically just just rolled off the foundation that Mark Jackson built. So I, that's one thing that I, I think that's, that kind of sucked. But what I was really talking about is that like Steve Kerr was a shooter, right? He was a shooter on a Bulls team that was dominated by Michael Jordan. I mean, it's Michael Jordan. You can't do anything about that. But I think Steve Kerr appreciates having Steph Curry because he probably lives vicariously through him. Like, he he lets Steph Curry have the confidence to take the shots that he feels like he can make. Like, if he he wants to take a a 50-footer, if he feels like he can make that on a consistent basis, you want your best player to have that kind of freedom. You know what I mean? You want your best player to have that freedom and that confidence to be able to take shots. Not even your best player. You want all your players in general to not feel like they're going to get benched because they took a bad shot. Like, that's just what it comes down to. Like, when it comes, when it, when you go to the park and you play with your boys, like, you play with your boys knowing that even though I take a bad shot, like, my boys know that I can play. So, if I take a bad shot, and I'm the best person on the team, I know that, hey, if I take one or too many bad shots, I need to follow it up with something else. I need, need to start getting other people involved, or I need to start rebounding, or I need to start making plays, hustle plays, or whatever. So when Steph Curry takes a select amount of bad shots, and you never see him take multiple bad shots in a row. Like, if he takes a couple bad shots, he'll start to defer and that's the luxury that they have being that they have four or three other all-stars on the team 
but like they still play as a team you know like they still move the ball they they give the ball to the open guy and that's like the one thing that I think people hate and love about them at the same time it's like one of those things you hate them because they're so good but they're so good because they share the ball and they're not a selfish team so um but yeah man Steph Curry went for 50 then Klay Thompson went for 50 and then I think last night Derrick Rose went for 50 and that's the main reason why I wanted to talk about because I feel like Derrick Rose has had like such a, a, a up an up and down career in the past couple years. I mean, we we all tend to forget that Derrick Rose was a, a one time and he like he was an MVP at one point when he was in Chicago. Like at one point he was he was considered probably like if not the well obviously if he won MVP he was considered the best player that year. But even still, leading up to that year and leading and after that year, like he was he was. He was creeping into one of the like top three, top five players in the NBA at that point in time. Like Derrick Rose was a beast, and then he, um, like a lot of other great players, like Grant Hill, like Anthony Hardaway, like they just got plagued with injuries, and then you get that injury bug, and it's just like you could never really like come back and be as explosive like as you once were especially when you were the kind of explosive player like he was like he was basically he was basically a smaller version of Russell Westbrook but not as not as intense from a personality standpoint like Russell Russell Westbrook has like a very intense personality on the court Derrick Rose had that fire but he he didn't have like the emotional side of it if you know what i'm saying like he had some emotion but he was more of a like he would drive down the lane and and like straight up just do a, a tomahawk windmill dunk on you but then just get back on defense like he didn't make faces like he did sometimes he did but more often not it was just kind of like yo this is just regular business and let's keep it moving um but yeah, man, he, he had some ups and downs and then he, you know, got ran out of Chicago and I think he ended up ended up with some other teams. I don't remember all the teams he ended up playing for, but I think he left Chicago and then he ended up in New York. He got to New York and people thought that he was going to revive his career in New York. That didn't happen. And I think he took some time off. I don't know if that happened before. I think that happened before he went to New York, took some time off. That was with, I think that was when he was with the Bulls. He was with the Bulls. He had all these injuries. He tried to come back. He got injured again. He took some time off, came back. The Bulls were like, we're done. Then he went to New York, had some more injuries, kind of like resurged like a little bit. He did all right while he was in New York. But I mean, New York is New York. Like, I don't know why New York can't get it figured out, man. That's another, that's another topic. Like, when it comes to basketball, I could probably, even though I'm not really watching as much as I used to, I could probably, like, go ham on the NBA. Like, it's just so much stuff going on. But anyways, he was in New York and had some injuries, and then he got shipped up out of there, and now he landed in Minnesota. And Minnesota got their own problems. This whole stuff going on with Jimmy Butler and all that nonsense. But nonetheless, I didn't watch the game. I didn't see how he scored 50 points. I don't know if it was like a plethora of three-pointers, if he was driving through the basket, if he looked like Derrick Rose old. But there are some talks during the offseason that he was 
looking like himself. So I don't know if going to Minnesota was that move for him, maybe getting out of the, the, the bright lights of the big city. I mean, he was in Chicago and then he was in New York. Like, those are two pretty, you know, huge metropolitan areas where the media, you know, the media is going to be like, you know, front and center when it comes to their their athletic teams. So maybe he just needed to be in a place where, you know, it's kind of like not as prevalent, where it's a little low key per se. Um, but shout out to Derrick Rose. Big shout out to Derrick Rose for, for dropping 50 points last night. It's been a long time since we've seen Derrick Rose play like that. Come on, bruh. You ain't got the light, my dude. Sorry for the pause. I had to get a sip of coffee. But back in traffic, as usual, all day, every day. 365. Well, I don't say 365. I don't know what it's like on the weekends because on the weekends, it's, it's, it's not like this on the weekends. Let me just come flat out and say that it is not like this on the weekends. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, so my brother, my older brother, I have an older brother. I am, well, let me put it this way. I am, I guess you could say I'm one of five but not really so like i have a brother and i have three sisters my sisters are step sisters because we have different moms and and they're older than me i didn't grow up with them you know they're way way older than me uh, but they they were around i i can recall that they were around when i was like little one when I was like mad little, but my I grew up with my brother. But I would say, my brother I consider my brother to be like my my full brother. But you get into technicalities, I guess. Technically, I don't know. I don't even say technically is. I don't even know how that works. But like, is he like me and my brother have different fathers? So I guess that makes us half brothers. I don't know. At the end of the day, we yeah, we we brothers. Like that was my brother. We grew up in the same house under the same roof with both parents. Like you know, so as far as I'm concerned, even though by a lot my dad isn't my brother's biological father, like we were raised by my mom and dad. So as far as I'm concerned, that other stuff is nonsense. So that's just a technicality, but um, my brother's coming into town next week for his birthday, which I'm pretty excited about because he's only been to California twice. I think he came to California. Um, I don't even, dang, when was that? I want to say maybe that was around like 2014, 2015. And then I want to say it was 2014. And then he came out in 2016 when me and my wife got married um, and then that was it But we got married in Corona Which is, you know, that's like It's not close to the fun stuff When you when people think of Southern California They think about Disneyland They think about LA and Hollywood And the beach life and all that nonsense um, But right now, we got married We got married in Corona Which is like 
you know, that's in Riverside County. That's like away from all that stuff. And then when he came out the first time, he was in Long Beach, which was, which was kind of fun. Like I like Long Beach. Long Beach, Long Beach is is pretty chill. But he hasn't really. I mean, I say it like this: if you do come to Southern California, you got to be able to at least check those things off the box. Like even though they're like touristic type things, like you got to be able to say you did that kind of stuff. It's like going to New York and being like, oh, I went to New York. Did you see the Statue of Liberty? No. Did you go to the 9-11 Memorial? No. Did you see Times Square? No. Like, what were you doing? Did you go to Broadway? Like, it's like one of those things. Like, if you go to Vegas, like, did you see a show? Did you gamble? No. Well, what were, you know what I mean? It's like one of those kind of things. So it's like... I don't know if he really has plans to do anything, but we might see if we could, like, whip up something for him. Not anything crazy, but at least take him down there so he could say that he saw that stuff up close and personal. Because when you're from the East Coast, the only time you really see that kind of stuff is on TV. And let me be the first to tell you, there is a misrepresentation of Hollywood. Like, Hollywood, don't get me wrong, Hollywood is Hollywood, but you know it's not as glamorous as they make it look like on tv let me tell you let me tell you that i hate to ruin the secret but it's you know it's called hollywood for a reason they're really good at making things look like what it's not what it's not so that's just that but we'll probably do some stuff like that but mainly he's just coming out here to spend time with his nephew and family so looking forward to that I may even try and see if I could get him on the podcast. I've been wanting to have a guest on the podcast for a while. I've been listening to some other podcasts, and it just seems like when there's two people talking, I don't know. It just seems something that's just more interesting about two people talking. And nothing to shame my podcast because it's just me talking. I don't care. I ride solo. But it would be nice to be able to kind of like venture out every now and again and to start having some guests on the show. I haven't really decided like, who I want to have on it or the type of things that we could talk about but you know I'm looking at it like this I'm not going into that I'm not going into that with like a set plan I'm just like hey it would be cool to have my brother on my brother doesn't come out here that often so let's see if he wants to be on the podcast if he doesn't want to be on the podcast then it's all good if he does then I'll think of some random stuff that we could talk about or maybe I'll have him and my wife on a podcast at the same time like i don't know maybe we'll do i already have an idea in my mind so just stay tuned for that one um if i end up doing it you'll obviously see it if you follow the podcast or if you follow me on social media you'll you'll see that pop up soon uh what else what else what else what else what else I don't know, maybe that might just be it We coming up on 25 minutes Coming up on 25 minutes I try and keep these episodes Around the 30 minute mark Sometimes I do go over the 30 minute mark If I'm like Going hardcore on a ramble And then 25 minutes Turns into 40 minutes But that's the one thing about my podcast It's like, you know I I like to, I don't, I really haven't figured out If I want to have like a consistent time Just because life isn't consistent like sometimes i have a lot to talk about sometimes i don't and it's nice to be able to give people the option to be able to like randomly scroll through my podcast episodes and be like you know what i got 10 minutes i want to listen to a podcast oh this one is this episode's 10 minutes boom or i got a half an hour to kill oh this had this podcast is 
28 minutes long okay boom or you know i'm on a long commute or i'm driving somewhere far and you know what i want to kill an hour oh this podcast episode is 40 minutes all right cool you know what i mean like so i don't want to get too restricted on having like a specific time but i do know people's you know people's attention span is like short these days because that's just the world we live in but i think that's gonna be it for today folks um if you have anchor or if you can download the anchor app you can check me out uh i believe it's it's anchor it's anchor.fm slash tsi tsi is short for social introvert so you can look me up on anchor uh, if you don't have the Anchor app, you can also find the podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other ones that I don't remember. One day, I'll remember all the other platforms. Um, and then you can follow me on social media. Social social media. Can't even talk. Social media. Uh, I'm on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. My handle on Twitter is Michael Jarrell. That's J-E-R-E-L-D. And then I'm starting to create a, a Facebook page and an Instagram for not necessarily a podcast, but the podcast is basically a companion to the website. The website is The Social Introvert. You can go check that out. It is www.thesocialintro.com. It is basically a it's a blogazine. It's a blog and a magazine. You can find everything on there from entertainment, sports, lifestyle, tech news. I'm going to be throwing up some travel stuff. It's a bunch of little different everything. So it's like, you know, it's a fun little site to go to to get some some news that you might have missed. You know, we, we're not big on being in the know. We are. We are in the know, but, you know, it's kind of like at your own pace. You know, sometimes you go on social media and... You go down that rabbit hole, man. You start scrolling, and before you know it, like two hours pass, and you have no idea what you're looking at. And the social introvert is, is kind of like, it helps you slow down a little bit, and we focus on showing stories that you may have missed in that, you know, in that long scroll that got you hypnotized. Um, but yeah, that's it. Check out the website. Follow me on social media. uh, And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.